Okay. All right. Back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am your co-host, the Sasquatch, and joining me today is the man, the myth, the legend, the cooler. Don't forget the cooler. Yeti! The Yeti. Alright, so we are back with another exciting, I mean exciting As per usual. As per usual. (laughs) Oh, this is our second time making this because I somehow mistake Yeti as the Sasquatch. You just think a lot of yourself, that's Uh, all. That's true. I'm very arrogant. Uh, All right, so um, we have a couple of things going on. Um, one is we want to give an update to uh, the situation with my grandmother. Um, I know that, uh, uh, you know, we, we we made a quick update about um, what was going on with her uh, for the Thanksgiving thing we're talking about and everything that we do. We must uh, rejoice, pray, and mm-hmm. give Thanksgiving, so... Um, we brought that up because right now in the holiday season, um, she was on her deathbed. Well, she has passed and gone home to the Lord. Yeah. And this Friday, tomorrow, I'll be uh, performing the funeral. Uh, I don't know if performing the funeral is the right term. Y'all have to forgive me, man. I'm fairly new would at it, this stuff. Would it be officiating? Officiate the funeral. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a wedding singer, a funeral singer, or anything of that nature. So. <laughs> I wouldn't be performing. Um, but anyhow, uh, but there's two other great pastors um, who will be joining me. Uh, so, I, and, and both of them are experienced guys, so hmm. uh, it shouldn't be hard. It, it, sh- it shouldn't be like the wedding. The wedding was kind of tough. There's a lot of reading in the wedding, right? and I'm not a reader. Um, I don't read my sermons. I, I study really hard. Um I have outlines. I have. I, I I walk over my sermons a handful of times, uh, but but the because my my reading is so poor and slow that it would be a distraction, in all honesty. And that's just not how my brain functions either. Yeah. So, uh, wedding that wedding was a little bit tougher than I think this will be in the sense of the actual function. Uh, this will be tougher, obviously, because. I'm going to miss my grandmother. And uh, I was very happy for my brother getting married, but, um, and both of them are kinfolk. So that, that, that does help some with the pressure. You're not ruining somebody else's <laughs> mess. But, uh, anyhow, uh, so will you be, um, you know, sharing the, the, um, parts or will you be the main guy or, any idea how that's going to work? Um, I so uh, I'm going to do the main sermon. Uh, there, her pastor is going to do the opening and introduction and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and then uh, 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 Pastor Ronnie, who they were they they raised in the faith basically, uh, and mm-hmm. then he became a pastor and 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 that kind of thing. So. He's always been very close to them, and he's going to do some scripture reading, that kind of thing. And uh, then I'm going to be doing the actual uh, main sermon of the whole, gotcha. the whole thing. So um, we're going to try to keep it fairly short. Um, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm definitely going to be gospel centered. That's what she wanted. She wanted somebody to share the gospel. 
Um, so I'm going to be talking about, um, I'm going to be talking about finishing the race and how she did that mm. and how she desires for her friends and family to do that as well. Hey, maybe somebody gets saved at this funeral. That's what we're hoping. All right. So I've got to look something up. Um, while I'm doing that, do you mind going ahead and doing our uh, shout-outs? Because we have a handful of shout-outs this week, Yes, right? we do, because we haven't been uh, updating them, you know, for the past couple of weeks. So they've been piling up, uh, dog-piling up. So we've got six. And this week, the, um, the ones that we're shouting out are Bobby Searcy, Dwayne Atkinson from the Bar Podcast. Give him a listen if you haven't. Uh, Tim Peterson, Jason Bluto, he's from um, the World Views at War podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah, give those guys a listen to. They're really yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed listening to the World, World Views at War podcast. Um, yes. I think they do something similar to what we do, but much better. <laughs> um, uh, well, we're not focused on worldview. I mean, that's a big part of us explaining um, how to deal with certain things is, is our worldview in Christ, but... Um, they actually break it down really well. Yeah. And then we've got uh, Claire Cavalock and Les Gurley. And these are all the people who have liked our Facebook page. So if you haven't, like our Facebook page and you will get a shout out on the Bigfoot Revival podcast. All right. So here we go. Thanks, guys. We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. So, um, Thanksgiving is over. Yep. And Christmas is coming up. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Um, We still don't know who our next president is. No, we've got a better idea. And... Guess it depends on your level of optimism. The (laughs) King Cooper in our state, and I think... Uh, probably probably around the nation is starting to choke back up on regulations. Yes. So, which one of them things you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, it seems like no matter where you go now, if you're not required to wear a mask, the employees are required to give you one. Yeah. If yeah, you don't true. already have one on. That's true. So, that's that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just the whole mass thing. We we've been over this. I think I think anybody who's listened to us long at all understand that we're not pro mask. Um, when you see the evidence actually showed that mask, at, at least the mask that we're wearing, at least the mask that the public is wearing, are are actually making things worse. Yeah. Um, it's kind of heartbreaking to see our government continue to push this. Um. Much like uh, a lot of these states were putting their, their COVID patients in nursing homes uh-huh. because they care, um, I, I feel like this same thing. I feel like it's the same thing. I think uh, they, they, they paint themselves into these corners to where they can't get themselves out, and now they're having mask, 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 mask. And, and I mean, I, I even see conservative—I mean, like, uh, Donald Trump's crowd is always talking about mask. Why? 
is this just not a fight worth fighting to y'all? Yeah, it, it seems like we're just trying to appease the ones that are screaming mask, mask. Well, it, it's, it's easier just to wear it, just just to get it over with. It's only going to be for a little bit longer, just for this amount of time. Yeah, we've heard that before, though. Yeah, that's that's the way the whole COVID thing started. It's just a few weeks. It's just a few months. It's just church service. It's just, it's just, and we are losing the big battle in or the big war in the small battles of subtleties. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not. I want to talk about something. Else. Good. <laughs> I do want to say though, it was weird feeling. I mean. You and I went to Walmart the other day. We put it on social media. We we said, we ain't wearing no mask. And we were the only two. Straight up got a selfie. Yeah. And uh, there was a time before that I went in right by myself. And uh, the guy gave me the mask. And I said, thanks, partner. And uh threw it down in the, in the cart and continued doing my shopping without wearing it. But at, because I was the only one without because wearing it. Because you hate your grandma. Oh, yeah. My hatred for my grandma runs deep, but that's another story for another episode. How much you want to bet that my grandma died of can't uh, COVID? <laughs> Man, it ain't out of the realm. Something if I found that out, I'd I'd straight up sue somebody. I think. Yeah, yeah, but it was weird to walk around in Walmart being the only one not wearing a mask and feel like I gotta sneak and hurry up and get my stuff before I get caught without wearing a mask up in here. It was gonna get you. They gonna get you. That's, that's the way it felt, man. It was weird. But anywho, enough of that. Enough of that. I'm gonna crack some windows. I'm getting toasty. The, the mobile studio guys. <laughs> we uh we didn't really have time. We we've got a job to finish up. I've got to get to uh my grandma's. To do the funeral and everything, so we didn't have time to actually sit down in where we normally do. So we had to, we carried the equipment with us, so we went ahead and just uh, brought it and, and decided we'd just pull over somewhere and do it. So um, we want to thank you, this fine establishment that allowed us to, <laughs> to pull over into their parking lot <laughs> and uh, record a podcast. Yep. <laughs> Podcasting's hard. We're doing it in a truck. In a parking lot. Uh, so anyhow, uh, maybe we can drown out some of this road noise. Uh, so, so it is, it is strange to be walking around, um, and everybody, especially in our area, because when this first came out, um, uh, it seemed like there was a big bump where people were wearing the mask and then they quit wearing the uh-huh. mask and then they, then, uh, the governor came out and, and uh, said, if you don't do it, I'll kill you. And that ain't what he said, but uh, you'll kill grandma or whatnot. And You're an evil person. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean they're making moral statements left and right. That <laughs> Anyhow. So uh, you see everybody wearing the mask again. And now more than they were. Now more than they were. And I think it's because, the like you said, the, the grocery stores and the a lot of the businesses or any kind of large business anyway, yeah. like your Walmart and chain grocery stores and stuff like that mm-hmm. are making you wear masks. You you can walk into the local establishments and uh you're fine. You're fine. But 
And that's what we love about small town to the, to a large extent. And why should why should small towns be under the same restrictions as large cities? It's a whole different ball game. Whole different ball game. I, I mean, it's it's just a tire anyway. So that's besides the point. I don't want to talk about mask and COVID. To be right <laughs> honest with you. Well, we're uh, doing a bad job at not talking about it right it, I now. Know, I know. It. All right, so we have all this stuff going on, and um, but because I am about to do a funeral, um, y'all are gonna have to get some testing done on you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're gonna mm-hmm. walk through uh, Acts twenty twenty four, and we're gonna talk about this, and we're gonna try to flush out some of the the thinking and ideas behind it. Um, whenever I preach, uh, my grandmother's funeral. Acts twenty twenty four in the ESV says this, but I do not accept account my life. Um, I do not account my life of any value, nor as uh, um, precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I have received from the Lord Jesus, to testify. To the gospel of the grace of God. Um, the reason I picked this is because when I thought of my grandmother, I thought of finishing the race. Mm. Finishing the race well. And so I wanted to find uh, a verse that I could preach the gospel and both um, point that out and and make the declaration that this is what... She wants for them, and that's to finish the race well. So we're going to start with, but I do not account my life of any value. Now, most of us account our lives as great value. Most of us do not have the idea that our life is of no value. But here we got uh, uh, Paul saying that his life is of, uh, he does not account his life of any value, which means he he says that his life has no value. Why? Because he's not living for himself. He's living for the, the, the one who saved him. He's living for the one who has brought him from his sin. He was going around killing Christians. Remember that now. In the beginning of Acts, he's running around murdering Christians. Hmm. And now he's saying that I do not account my life to have any value. Why? Because Jesus Christ came and intercepted my life and replaced it with his. He took my sin and removed it and placed in his righteousness. And in doing so, he has absolute uh, uh, dictatorship mm. over my life. Right, He's the one. My life is no longer mine, but it is his. You know, you, you think of uh, uh, Galatians, where he says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I'm dead. I'm dead. Dead men walking. Right? I mean, that's, that's the right. whole, their, their whole podcast is based off of that. Uh-huh. And 
we have to consider our lives as useless. So whenever people say, well, you can't go there. They've got the COVID. Excuse me? Excuse me? This isn't my life. Well, it's, This it's, belongs to Jesus Christ. It's who are you a slave of. Absolutely. Everybody, by nature, is a slave. As bad as we hate that word, you're a slave of something. Are you a slave to the government? Are you a slave to the system? Are you a slave to yourself? Are you a slave of Christ? So, when you can't go to church because of COVID, who are you bowing to? You're bowing to the ruling authorities. You're bowing to fear. Exactly. You're submitting to fear. Why are you afraid? Because you think your life is yours. You think your life is yours. You don't understand that your life belongs to Jesus Christ. All right, so. Um, nor as precious to myself. So my, my life has no value and it is not precious to me. Why? Because it is Christ. And, and, and we as Christians have to live as solid, faithful, loyal subjects to the king, who is Jesus. Men have gone to battle for their kings for man, almost the whole history of mankind. And here we are afraid to go to church for ours. Yeah. Because we might get a virus that may make us sick. Um, and, 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 you, you stand a pretty good chance of not getting it, but then you also, if you do get it, you stand an even better chance of not dying. Yeah. and But we're going to be scared to death over it because we find ourselves uh, uh, obeying the zeitgeist of, of our age and the... And they tell us to be scared of it. Yeah. yeah. They say, you ought to be scared of it. No, no, you shouldn't. He says, if only I may finish my course... And the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus Christ. If only I may finish my course. If only I may finish the race. Is what he's saying. If I could just finish the race. Bringing glory to God. And, and there again. That's why I have uh, picked this scripture for, for my grandmother. She finished the race. She lived her life. For the glory of Jesus Christ. And she has a legacy because of that. And, and and we just. We should desire to be like people. Like Paul and my grandmother. And and people who are. Who, who die. Knowing that their life has no value. Outside of Jesus Christ. Which makes it ironically more valuable than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, we just went over the, the parable of the the the, the um, pearl and the, the treasure hidden in the field. That's right. And so um, we, we do have value once we're Christ. And uh, we were, we were uh, made in his image, and he loves us. But if we're not serving the purpose that he created us for, we're valueless. Yeah, that value that we have is defined by him. 
And then in this particular thing, he's saying that it's not my body that I'm serving. It's not me that I'm serving. It is God who I serve. Therefore, I, I'm not afraid. I just want to finish well. I just want to finish in a way to where I am serving God as, as, as great as possible. Yeah, that scripture that you're reading there, it also echoes Second Timothy chapter 4, uh-huh. verse 7 yep, yep. and 8. And uh, I just want to read it. It says, I have finished the race. Or it says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. That's right. So um, then it says, and the ministry that I have received from the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are a Christian, you have received a ministry from the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And are you fulfilling that ministry? I, I mean, are we being faithful to God, declaring him as king, finding our lives to be valueless in the sense of it is ours, um, you know, I determine what happens, I don't want to do this, I do want to do that, that kind of thing. And are we participating and and furthering the kingdom of God in the way that he's called us to do it? And that looks different for people, mm-hmm. right? Some Everybody's people, got different gifts. Yeah. I mean, so some people are stay-at-home moms, uh-huh. and their job is to raise their children for the glory of God so that they may go out and conquer the world. And they're the reason why their house is a home. Yeah, yeah. And then some people, it's evangelist. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they played a part of it. Now, we all should evangelize, but there's some people who God has really gifted in that area and and God uses as an evangelist. For some, it's it's preaching and teaching. Uh, for others, it's, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and to be honest, we all should be gifted to this to a certain extent. So that's, I'm not trying to, to break us up and say, you know, you're never to teach, you're never to evangelize yeah. because that's not that's not what I'm saying. But there are places in your life that God has really just uh blessed you in the in these areas. Um and so um some of you should be uh are really, really generous, right? So maybe you work and you, you really don't interact with new people that much and the people you do interact with are 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 um Maybe Christian or or just tired of hearing you talk about Jesus and have <laughs> shut you out, and but at the same time, you know you're making money. Mm. You're making money, and and if you're hoarding that money, you're like the rich man and James. If you're hoarding your money, you're like the rich man and James, who God says, or James says. Uh, Actually, God says through James that that makes you uh, not a Christian, and Ooh. and and so hoarding is not a good thing. Hoarding is not a biblical thing. We are to use our gifts for God's glory, and that's both physical gifts like money and 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 more uh, personality or 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 gifts like um, being a a generous person or being a uh, a hospitable person. Uh-huh. You know, some people are just really, I am not, I mean, I'm hospitable. 
Uh, but I am not that person who who can just walk up to people um, and just start up a conversation. And people, I, I, when you're my size and <laughs> you're off putting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people. I've walked up to people and they just look scared. Yeah, and and I'm smiling. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's not. That's like a I'm very a, intense smile you have there, sir. <laughs> I'm not over there like please holding don't a hurt machine me. gun or anything. You know, it's just. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And they're like, oh, please don't hit me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, I, I'm j- I'm just not gifted in that way. Uh, now, once people get to know me, I'm very hospitable. You know, come to my house. You know, we'll eat, we'll have steak, we'll, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, that that kind of hospit hospitality that that where it's just people can walk up and they're automatically comfortable with you. And there's just people who have that. Yeah. God has just gifted certain people with it, and they ought to use it. Mm-hmm. They ought to see people come to Christ through that. Um, everybody thinks that, you know, we, we live in a in an age and time where, you know, the church is preaching everybody has to be the evangelist. And some people are pastors, but that's about it. Right? No, 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 no. Find where God has gifted you and use that to his glory. And that's what you're there for. That's what he's made you for. That's where he placed you. He's put you in a place and time so that you can bring him glory. So do it. Um, What was that? Do it. Oh, well, that's an inside joke. Okay, I remember now. <laughs> that wasn't a movie. That was something that happened in real life. So sorry for that awkwardness. Uh, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Our lives no matter what your gifting is, should be testify, should testify to the gospel of the grace of God. That that's who we are. We talked about that you God's will for you is to rejoice, pray, and give thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're rejoicing, praying, and giving thanksgiving, I guarantee you you're doing this as well. And uh uh testifying to the gospel of the grace of God that that you don't have to live in your sin you don't have to be depressed and I'm not giving you like the whole uh, uh, name it claim it stuff I'm saying that God will take care of this for you and I and what I mean by that and I have to be very careful because especially where we're at, you know, people will take that as Jesus will heal me. No, 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 no. As you know Christ, you focus on yourself less. Mm-hmm. You see him more. And that gives you the opportunity to be less self-focused and more focused on him. And there are people, there are great pastors who have dealt with depression. Yeah. Um, But now that they're dead, do you think they're dealing with depression? Uh, not even close. No. So, um, so eventually he will heal you. <laughs> you know, um, ultimately he'll heal you perfectly. But even even people who ha- even people who are legit Christians who deal with certain issues like depression or or anger or whatever it may be, uh, these people's lives are still made much easier and better because they're focused on Jesus and not themselves. Um, but God, God will take care of those things for you. Um, he'll, he'll make you smarter, right? When you study the word of God, 
I've seen people who 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 are basically the village idiot become Bible theologians. Well, look at the disciples. Yeah, you know? yeah. Look at us. Yeah, don't look at us, please. <laughs> <laughs> but do like our Facebook page. You know, it, I mean, really, we're just rednecks. And if it wasn't for the gospel of Jesus Christ, we wouldn't have a podcast. We wouldn't have a. Um, we'd be we'd be building tater guns and. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 well, we still and worried about getting girls. drunk together, and well, and we won't do that though. Well, uh, yeah, well, that's true. But um, you know, we'd be we'd be concerned about getting yeah. drunk together. I mean, yeah. I mean, God has healed uh, us of our sin, and and same thing. Gospel can the gospel will do that for you if you accept Jesus Christ. You have to be focused on Him. And the more you study His Word, the more truth He just He reveals to you through the Spirit. That's right. So, uh, and 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 from there, you know, I plan on moving into just the gospel. Yeah. Did Jesus Christ live and died? Did he resurrected? That 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 he spilt his blood for your, to atone for your sin. He's the creator of the universe. And he is the creator of heaven and hell. And both of those things are real. Yeah. And I'm not going to try to sell fire insurance because that's not my style. But it doesn't take away the fact that hell is real. Mm -hmm. Heaven is real. And that it is only through the grace of God that we can be saved of our sin and our depravity and and we, we, we tend to make it about ourselves in that way. Um, but the truth is, we are made whole through him. Mm-hmm. And he saves us for his glory. And those of you who, who have any inclination to want to bring God glory need to come to a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. Not a, not a cultural one, not a, not a traditional one, not I go to church, but you need to live a life that brings glory to God. It's definitely not the most, yourself. It's definitely the most satisfying life that you can live this side of heaven. And I think I think too, this is coming to me as we're talking now, is um, you know, I'm I'm gonna be talking to some either immature Christians or people who are not saved and claim to be Christians, and to say, Your life as you know it is worthless. She knew that. That's why she lived the life she did. That's why she has the legacy that she does. Because she knew that her life was not worth promoting. But it's the life of Jesus Christ that matters. And so if if you go to church so that you can get something out of it, you're going for the wrong reason. If you think that you're in a relationship with Jesus because he'll... He'll do something for you. You're in it for the wrong reason. You're still looking at your life as valuable, and Jesus is a tool to get somewhere. Ooh. When in reality, God uh, has given you the grace of the gospel so that you can come into s- servanthood, slavery, to Christ and focus on him because he's the master. Yeah, after all that, there's going to be some people squirming. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, I don't mean to be ugly, but I, I hope I hope so. I mean, I don't want 
I don't want my kinfolk going to hell. Yeah. And and she says she wanted the gospel preached. Yeah, I'll be there talking about get them, Pastor. <laughs> get them. Uh, so <laughs> I, I hope that's helpful. I think I think this will be a shorter podcast um, because of time restraints and uh, just a busy season. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything else to add to to this cast? I think you've covered it all pretty well. You know, you talked earlier, though, about uh, not selling fire insurance, but letting people know that hell is a real place. Yeah. And we've been sold to think that, you know, God is where, heaven is where God is, and we enjoy him forever in his presence. Yeah. Hell is where, you know, the devil is torturing us forever. No, 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 no. Hell is where God is also, and you're getting the fullness of his wrath dumped out for eternity, which is scarier than any devil. I want to need your uh, resources on that. I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'll just sit there. As soon as you said that, I'm sitting there thinking, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know a lot of people that say uh, that it's the absence of God. Mm-hmm. And so when you remove all of God's grace— you're left with all of his wrath. Yeah. So, uh, now, now let me let me clarify this, please. I agree with you, and you know, uh, I don't see how. Yeah, I don't see how removing his grace means he's not there. Mm-hmm. And you are leaving him. I mean, he is you're left with You're left with his. You're, he's omnipresent. Mm-hmm. And you are left with his wrath when you're in hell. So um, that's bad news for a lot of folks. Yeah, because uh, they got to pay for their sin and cannot. That's why it takes eternity. And you can't be good enough to, to get in heaven. It takes Jesus Christ. That's it. All right. Well, uh, in that case, how can they find us? They can find us by... Going to our website at www.bigfootrevival.com and there they will find links to all of our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Parlor. And also they can reach out to us on um, on our email at bigfootrevival at gmail.com. All right. So until next time, remember that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love, power, and sound judgment. Hey, Yeti. Yo. Guess what? What's up? We out. Deuces. <laughs>